0: Welcome back to the two brothers 10 years podcast. This is uh, actually today the one brother 33 year old podcast. Um, Sean is away on some pressing and important business and so I'm flying solo tonight. Uh, Never done this before. So we'll see how this goes. Hopefully it won't uh, completely tank the amount of people who are listening to this podcast. Uh, A reminder that we are on all major podcasting platforms. We thank you for those who are listening. Uh, March wrapped up with quite a few more listens than February, and we're hoping that April can continue that trend. Uh, So thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing, commenting, doing all those wonderful things you're doing uh, to help us spread the word on this. Um, I have to admit, when we started this project, I wasn't sure where it was going to go, but I, I feel good about it. I think we're making some progress, so... Thank you for that. Um, Today I wanted to talk about something a little bit different than what we've been talking about for the last few weeks. Uh, We live in a pretty trying time, um, and if you're anything like me, uh, a frustrating time. We have numerous small little children. Uh, I I think right now we technically only have five, uh, but some days that feels more like 50 when we're all cooped up in the house and everybody's running around screaming and making messes and... Doing all the wonderful things do when that uh, all the wonderful things kids do when they've been cooped up for way too long. Uh, and beyond that, of course, we have all of the worry. Uh, I, I I've almost completely stopped checking news sources because it seems like today uh, 99% of the articles are about coronavirus and how bad everything is going to be. Um, and so it's it's kind of a taxing time mentally and emotionally for a lot of people. And so today I thought I would uh, change tone a little bit and not talk about some of the negatives I see in the world, but but talk about hope and some of the positive things that are happening in the world. Um, hopefully by the end of this podcast, you'll have some hope that, you know, this isn't the end of the world, although it certainly feels that way sometimes, right now especially as we're going into, what, I think week three or four here on Lockdown. Um, and so, so we want to talk about hope today. Uh, this weekend um, was my church's big annual general conference, is what we call it, and uh, a lot of the speakers just shared messages of hope and perseverance and how we can hopefully overcome some of the things that are happening uh, in this world. And so I, I wanted to hopefully push that message forward out to you as well, because there are a lot of good things happening. Uh, and I know I'm not the first one to do this. In fact, John Krasinski, uh, also known as Jim from The Office, uh, recently started a YouTube channel that I highly recommend um, where he just shares good news of, of things that are happening in the world that are positive and doesn't dwell on, on some of these negative things that are happening. And so in that vein, uh, I'd like to uh, share with you some of the positives that I see happening. Hopefully, uh, we can use that to encourage us going forward. Uh, let's start with some positives related to the actual coronavirus not everything that is happening in relation to coronavirus is a negative Uh, i've seen a lot of really good things happening a lot of corporations have voluntarily um, stopped their usual productions in order to help produce supplies a lot of the major car companies have stopped producing vehicles or, or at least slowed down vehicle production so that they could produce ventilators A lot of clothing companies, I know Fruit of the Loom and Hanes, have both uh, cut back a little bit on clothing manufacturing uh, so that they could supply uh, masks to medical professionals who are in desperate need of some of that personal protective equipment that they didn't have. Uh, So kudos to them for stepping up and doing, by the way, without government intervention on their own, volunteering their resources to try to help out. Uh, in those situations uh, some other good things that are happening I've I've seen a lot of people uh, I'm not on social media but um, from the few glimpses I've seen and from the few people I've talked to I've seen a lot of people who are were volunteering to go shopping for elderly or people with autoimmune disorders or some of the more vulnerable people um, I've seen uh, those little libraries that people have set up in front instead of filling them with books they felt filled them with some basic necessities that are hard to find toilet paper and formula and diapers Uh, so that people could come and um, receive those things if they're unable to find them in grocery stores. And even on the community level, we're doing things that we typically don't do. Uh, I know one of my biggest disappointments of life has been that community seems to be disappearing a little bit. We now do all of our socializing on the internet rather than in person, and so things like block parties, I don't know if you remember those, but... Once upon a time, we used to block off the street and just party it up like it was 1999, and now uh, we just do all of that stuff online. Well, some of that sense of community, at least for me, seems to be coming back. I know here in my own neighborhood, they've been organizing several fun things for kids to do. Um, For example, we printed off shamrocks and colored them and hung them in our windows on St. Patrick's Day, and the kids were able to go on a scavenger hunt through the neighborhood social distancing of course, but uh, identifying as many shamrocks as they can. They're doing the same thing this week with Easter eggs. Everybody's hanging Easter eggs in their windows and kids are going around and um, finding the Easter eggs. Uh, And so some of these community-centered activities um, really have, have seemed to be a positive for me. In fact, just the sheer number of people outside going for walks and riding bikes. And again, I know that that can get a little bit Uh, sketchy when it comes to social distancing but for the most part I've seen people respect that and it's been great to see people out enjoying their neighborhoods and communities where before uh, maybe they weren't doing that as much Uh, and so I think people will be a lot more appreciative when some of these things do open up again and are available for them to to visit some of the playgrounds and parks hopefully we'll we'll see more people out and about and we'll feel a greater sense of community Uh, There's that old proverb that says, you don't know what you've got until it's gone, and maybe this lack of social interaction uh, that we're experiencing right now will lead us to realize that social interaction really is a positive, good thing in our life, and we'll be able to spend that time together. Uh, And certainly that's proven true in my own family. We've spent a lot of time together over the last little while, and it's caused us to have to be a little bit creative in our approaches to that. Uh, this last weekend, we built a blanket fort, and I tried to sleep in it. I ended up getting a little old to sleep on the floor. Um, but I slept in it for half the night, at least, with my kids. Uh, and it was a lot of fun, and, and that's something I, I haven't done, at least in a very long time, is build a really big blanket fort and sleep in it. Uh, we spent time outside in our backyard just today. One of my sons made the comment and observation that he loves it when we play outside as a family. And certainly, that's something we've done more of since this has happened. Um, and so, I, I think a lot of these things that we've taken for granted this sense of community interaction, this sense of family, the, the idea of being together and spending time together I think, or at least I hope, that some of those things will continue when this um, crisis is over. Because I think that will be a real boon and a real benefit to our neighborhoods and our communities. And so there are positive things that are happening uh, independent of, actually, not even independent because of this current pandemic. Um, And so, again, not to diminish the bad, because there are a lot of bad things happening. Unfortunately, a lot of people are dying and people are losing their jobs and some of those things. But if we just focus on those things, it can be a pretty heart-wrenching experience, And, and certainly there's no harm in looking at the good that is coming out of our current situation. And that gives me a lot of hope, that people are stepping up and taking advantage of the opportunity. Even, you know, homeschooling, or I guess it's not really homeschooling, it's quarantine schooling. Um, but it gives us a chance to be more involved in our kids' education and to help them and to see what they're learning and studying and and try to, to be a, a greater part of that. Um, and so I hope that as you deal with this quarantine situation, we're in this stay home and stay safe directive, um, that the, you'll take advantage of the opportunities you have to not only enjoy the good, but to do good. Um, we've talked about it before, but one of the scary sides of freedom is that people won't step up and do the right thing. But at the same time, I love the concept of freedom and that it gives us the opportunity to step up and do the right thing. And so I hope that you are doing those things, that you'll continue to do good things for people and to serve them and to drop off cookies at their door um, and to maintain all of the social distancing rules, but at the same time, uh, make sure you're checking in on people and helping people. I, I actually made the comment to my wife, and maybe this is another blessing of This pandemic, Um, how blessed we are to live in an age of technology that allows us to still do video calls with people and to be able to stream unlimited TV shows and unlimited movies and not be locked into rudimentary forms of entertainment, although that might be a good thing um, if we watched a little bit less TV, I guess. But uh, what a great time to be alive that, you know, me as a teacher, I'm still able to interact with my students. I'm still able to teach them. Uh, It's certainly different, um, but it's still there. And so that gives me a lot of hope. Uh, Beyond that, I think it's important just to have hope in the whole situation. I know that, um, for me at least, the isolation part of this stay home has been really taxing. And sometimes I feel like it's me against the world. Um, This weekend, part of our conference that I mentioned showed uh, some people from all over the world, from Japan and and. South America and Canada and France and Germany and, you know, various countries, and it was a huge reminder for me that I am not alone in this struggle, that all over the world people are currently battling this, and as weird as it sounds, that brought me a lot of comfort that I'm not alone in this battle, that this is something that's uniting us um, as humanity, that right now this is, you know, there's no... This is not a, a discriminating virus. It doesn't attack a particular race or a particular nationality or a particular gender. We're all facing this crisis, uh, and it reminds us that we're all human. And hopefully we can take away from that and recognize that, yes, we are all human. Uh, and maybe we should start treating each other this way. I don't want to go on for too long, uh, especially where you're probably getting tired of hearing just my voice. Um, but I hope I hope you'll take some time this week or over this next these next few weeks as we're at home, and I hope you'll try to see some of the good that can come from this situation, and I hope you'll let that good give you some hope. If we don't have hope, we really don't have anything. Um, and and I know that one day life will return to normal, and unfortunately there'll there'll be some losses in a lot of people's lives, and and that's tragic. And I don't again I don't want to diminish that. Uh, But for the most part, most of us will eventually return to normal life and put this behind us, and and hopefully we'll remember it, though. Hopefully this will will be an opportunity for us to make some real changes um, and be productive and be kinder to one another and be more helpful and spend more time with our communities and spend more time with our families and really value that social interaction that we we took for granted uh, until we were unable to do so. So, yeah, I, I hope that you can walk away from this podcast with just an inkling of of hope that this will not be the end of us. But in fact, if we if we take advantage of the opportunity, this can really be a new beginning for us. As we take the valuable lessons we've learned from this experience and apply them to our lives and try to become a better people because of that. Um, So I'll leave that message with you. And uh, hopefully it will be a good one. And Hopefully you'll tune in next week uh, when Sean will be back and we'll probably be more entertaining. Um, But for now, this is uh, Patrick for Two Brothers Ten Years, and I'll say goodnight.